A scattered dream that's like a far-off memory. A far-off memory that's like a scattered dream. I want to line the pieces up. Yours and mine. I think one of the unsung difficulties in revisiting Kingdom Hearts these days is that, at least for me, I have to reckon with my knowledge of what Haley Joel Osment looks like these days. And that makes oh. things hard. He's like a youth group leader that drinks IPAs, and he's mm -hmm. also doing Sora's voice. And that's yes. really difficult for me. I've seen him now in Silicon Valley, where he's a very different kind of Haley Joel Osment. Right. He looks different. He has a different vibe. And in, in, in Kingdom Hearts, he plays like a, a forever child. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. A forever children, a forever teen, basically. If, if, if the story of Kingdom Hearts is I enjoyed it as a child and I grew up and went back to it and that childhood quality of it has been robbed of me, the story of Haley Joel Osment is perfectly in line with kind of the arc of how humans experience Kingdom Hearts. Here's the thing. <laughs> This is, you're making a great point, but you're making it way too early. Like, <laughs> this is going to be a very interesting thing to talk about when Haley is in his 60s and we're doing Kingdom Hearts 8 or whatever, you know? like. Well, in theory, like, in theory, Kingdom Hearts 4 is their way to get him out, right? Like, hey, we've changed the visual style. This isn't even like the same Sora person. Maybe it's not Haley. I don't know. Is it Haley Joel Osment in the next game? You're so strange. That you, that you think that they would recast Sora <laughs> at this point? They have the perfect situation. Because Haley is not... I don't want to say mean things about Haley, but you're kind of forcing me to. It's not like he's got a whole lot of plates spinning. <laughs> but he is famous for this role. Yeah. So he is... So I think they probably just named the price. And he's like, yep. <laughs> I'll um, do it. <laughs> all right. They're, they come by and they're like, we'll give you a pack of gum for it this time. And he's like, I, I want to keep things floating along here. I'm still cashing home improvement royalty checks. I'm fine. I can do whatever. Wait, was he in home no, what was he in? What was he in? He was in, he, I don't know if he was in a show, but I mean, he was in The Sixth Sense. Well, sure. And then he was in AI, Artificial Intelligence, the and final pay it Stanley forward. Kubrick movie, depending <laughs> on how you think of it. <laughs> Yeah, let's bring that one up. Wasn't he in like no, a that movie season? Rules. That, that's a really good movie. Yeah. You don't think AI is a good movie? No, I'm just saying it's funny that it's the final. It's it's an odd final. Well, it's so it's not actually Stanley okay. Kubrick's last movie, but it was the last movie that he 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 was talking about making yeah. it, and then he died making uh, the one with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Um, where there are rich people perverts. Okay. We did this in the Chain of Memories episode. Uh, uh, you said if there was an alternate universe for Kingdom Hearts to be set in outside of Disney, we could do sports. What about the Spielberg universe? How about that? Uh, a Spielberg. Jurassic Park world. <laughs> E.T. world. Indiana Jones world. AI. Indiana Jones world. And then it's world. just, it's, uh, then there's a weird Haley Joel Osment moment where we go to AI and then Sora looks at the little boy Whoa. from AI and we have to like have a freaky moment there. Haley, Sora meets Haley. <laughs> Haley meets Sora. One sky, one destiny. <laughs>
Hello and welcome to the old Gamer's Almanac. The definitive ranking of every video game, every week at a time for now, for a couple episodes longer where we still rank things. I'm Matt Martins here with Hunter Donaldson. Sure. <laughs> I watched you, as I was doing that intro, I watched your face get into the, you got into the goofy zone. <laughs> you you charged that up. up. That was like five yeah. seconds of you bucking your teeth and then you gorshed me. <laughs> you gotta wind up for a gorsh. You can't just do it. You have to like, your whole face has to contort in order to make it happen. I mean, that's how the voice actor does it. Like, so Definitely. I'm gonna do it the way he do it. Um, but yeah, hey, welcome to Old Gamers Almanac. This is a Kingdom Hearts podcast where we talk about worlds and doors and keys, baby. And hearts um, and nobodies and, and everything in between. And yeah, boy, and this is the one. A hundred games and we decided three of them <laughs> needed to be Kingdom Hearts games. One hundred <laughs> games that we could have spent any way we wanted. And we were like, you know, three of those games probably got to be Kingdom Hearts games. I love the story that this tells, though, because we have three sets of three on this podcast, as far as I can think of. We have Mass Effect, three games of yeah. Mass Effect. We have three games Halo. of Halo, and then three games of Kingdom Hearts. And that's an odd yeah. person we've described, I feel like. Uh -huh. I, I mean, it's a very 2000s person. It is. It, I mean, it's our age group. But yeah, I don't know. Two dude bro shooters and then Kingdom Hearts, uh, I feel like, is a decent little summary of the vibe. Yeah. Well, where where do we start oh, talking about Kingdom Hearts 2? This game came out when we were teens, mm -hmm. and we played it. I think we've already talked about this, but we were at the church group yep. that we had, because yep. we had a church group. And it had come out, and you had pre-ordered it, but yep. your pre-order hadn't arrived, so you went ahead and just we just went to Walmart and bought it. Yeah. And then we made our church group watch Us. the first hour of Kingdom Hearts 2, which is, if you don't know anything about Kingdom Hearts, that's a pretty psychotic hour. It's really you know? funny because it's, yeah, it, not only is it, we what we inflicted on them is something we also weren't prepared for. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, right, the opening right. hour of Kingdom Hearts 2 is, here's a different character you're playing as that you've never heard of. So they're like, mm -hmm. what is this? The, the, what a weird game y'all are playing in front of us. And we're like, yeah, we don't actually even know what's going on. I'm sorry that, that we, there's literally no one in this room has any clue what's going on. Yeah, and then you see Vivi from uh, Final Fantasy <laughs> IX and you're like, oh, a little, a little beacon of hope, a little ray of light. I'm like, I know, I know who that is, uh -huh. so I feel comfortable here, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, the opening hour of Kingdom Hearts 2, pretty weird. Um, and at the time, I would say that I probably thought that Kingdom Hearts 2 was one of my favorite games of all time. Yep. If not my favorite, right. to be honest. Definitely the most, like, hyped I've ever been for a video game, bar none. Like, I was, yeah. you and I were completely jazzed for this game. Very, very excited. And... Um, you know what? I think to, to to let's just like dive right into it. The opening hour you play as this other dude named Roxas who kind well, of looks like Sora. I like it. I like it. I like the opening of this game, even though it's a weird little thing. Uh, it is such a good vibe. And that's why these these memories stand out in my mind, because that whole first hour is also like a very reminiscent first hour so as you're playing it you're like being reminiscent of your own childhood when you're like a 15 year old at the time and then now mm -hmm. that is also my memory is like this whole it's it's all just one weirdly cohesive nostalgic vibe that exists on its own 
Yeah, it's awesome. Um, it's hella boring, uh, and you don't do anything fun. Um, you do these like really bad mini games that are like really poorly Executed. thought out, and yeah. and you you don't even get to do. They, they they're like here's six mini games, and then but yet you have to do a certain amount of these mini games. But they didn't like decide that like because in my head I see you tell me that I got six mini games. I'm like, all right, well I'll play one of each of the yeah. six, and at the end of that six, I'm done. Right. Uh, that's not how it works, actually. <laughs> uh, you just have to replay one of them yeah. or a couple of them uh, many times. You have to make um, a certain amount of money. So you play all six, figure out which one is the fastest bang for your buck. Like which one gets me the most which money is the quickly. Hitting the balloon one. Yeah. yeah. And you just There's knock one where that you out. just hit a balloon. Anyways, it's great. You hit a balloon for a while. Um, and it's and then you're the you hang out with your kid friends, uh, and they uh, say like really kind of sad like weird stuff, uh -huh. and they eat popsicles. Um, it's it is I am being grumpy about it, uh, because in retrospect it's actually kind of the best part of the whole game. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that it's only once you are in the Disney World looking at Twilight Town in the rear view do you realize like that was actually the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but as far as gameplay goes. Uh, the first hour of the game is the pits. Uh, uh -huh. There ain't nothing fun going on in in that first hour at all. Uh, <laughs> at least it is very slow. Here, again, it is it is a kind of retrospect thing, but at least like it is trying to offer you up something. There's mini games, and then there's sections where it's not so much mini game. It's like you're exploring areas of the town itself. And sort of like solving little mysteries here and there. Mm -hmm. And it's not great level design. It's not like an amazing level. It is the best that you get. The whole the whole game, no other level is like, hey, explore this space. And sort of like right. check stuff out and be a little bit of like a detective or whatever. Even if it's not perfectly executing that vision, it's the only level even attempting that vision. And the rest is like, and then you will walk from point A to point B over and over and over and over and over again. Sure. Yeah, I just don't really care. Um, it's it, like that, that's that's fine. I get. I'm list. I'm hearing your point. Uh -huh. I just want to talk about what what about this? Like, why did we play this? Yeah. Like, why yeah. did we play this game? So we Matt, okay. All answer right. me that. Let's back it was up. Your idea. It was my. Well, <laughs> no, you are the one who was like, let's do all of like uh, fifty plus episodes. You were like, let's do all of Kingdom Hearts. Like over the course of the show, we will do. Right, we'll I said do that all one King time, and then I was like, that was a bad idea. So <laughs> we now did you're, Kingdom you're, Hearts one. You were like, I don't know, and then we did Chain of Memories, and you were like, let's bail, let's bail quick. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. get your parachutes. Right. right. Uh, so what you're saying is, I learn stuff and accumulate information. <laughs> Uh, and and I use that to be better in the uh -huh. future. But and you're trying to punish me for be, <laughs> making a mistake in the past. That's and true. trying to rewrite history by leaving all that other stuff out. Well, but there was never an assumption that we... There was always the notion that we would return to Kingdom Hearts 2. Like, that, that was never completely thrown out. It was never like, we are absolutely done with the series. It was like, well, Kingdom Hearts 2, in both of our collected memories was still the good one and we were like you know what yeah that's got to be the one where, though where the combat because you, you have a lot of issues with kingdom hearts ones uh like combat and level design and uh we both just had it in our memory of like yeah but i remember loving kingdom hearts too so obviously that one's got to have something to show for it so we always knew we'd come back to this one and now we're here approaching uh 100 games on the list and once we have 100 games on the list we will probably stop adding i mean we will stop adding games to the list i don't know where it'll go from there we have like next season 
is a whole thing on its own. Don't worry, there will still be inane game comparisons and and conversations mm-hmm. about games against other games. Uh, but it won't be in context of this list with a hundred things. Something I'd like to do deep in the future is like randomly re come back to this list when it's like right. this game deserves to be on the hundred games. We got to decide what game to lose. And then we add this one on to that list or whatever. And we just have like a running list of 100 games that are like the OGA 100. That's kind of what I want to do. Fun. But that's just yeah. like an open-ended thought that can kind of just come up every once in a while or whatever. Right. Whenever we feel like doing that, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, um, so outside of that, we were like, well, we got we to gotta close out these 100 games. And so let's do some meaningful stuff. And, and Kingdom Hearts 2 felt like it was still out there we hadn't come we hadn't called you know we, we hadn't proven our our called shot basically we needed to come back to it and see if it actually was what we remembered it to be and um well as you can tell by the tenor of this conversation already uh it did not live up to some of our memories of how this game was structured and uh how it played and it was kind of um I don't know. It was kind of a punch in the gut at times uh, to think to like how much of a slog this was considering how much it was on a pedestal in my memory. So if we did like a casting couch Kingdom Hearts, like what characters would everyone be? Like I think Paul and EJ, that's Donald and Goofy, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like Paul is Goofy uh-huh. because Goofy's tall and then and then EJ is Donald Duck because EJ can do like a pretty good Donald Duck voice. EJ also gets like inexplicably angry and has really big dad energy at random moments. Like suddenly he on a trip, it's like AJ is going to go in his corner and going to kind of do his thing. I mean, he, he I and I share that quality, so I'm not calling right. out EJ singularly, but he's got that. I think you've got to be Sora because I think, I think OGA is basically Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Where you are going to all these different video game uh-huh. worlds, uh-huh. you know, that you've never been to before, right. you know? But somebody else has been and like, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes a lot of the time. Uh, but I don't know, who am I? Like, I don't know who I am in, in I don't know. You're like Riku I, because you're sitting here and you're dejected and you're taking on the darkness of all of these games and they're slowly dude, punishing Riku you. You're, I don't want to You are Riku. dying. Riku, Riku blows. <laughs> then you're Riku Kyrie. The That's the, o- the only other option is Kyrie. All right, I'll be Riku then. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to just sit on the beach and make baby noises. Um, and then Ken... Can Cages be Mickey? Cages is Mickey. Cages shows up out of nowhere and, f- and fills us with spirit and energy to carry on. Uh, and, and all and makes the us listeners, just cheer. You're, all, you're all the Disney characters on all the Disney worlds. Yeah, One yeah. of you is Hades no, out no, there. No, no. Some of you are Disney characters and some of you are Final Fantasy characters. And uh, we'll okay, never yeah, tell you which is which. <laughs> yeah, Garrick is definitely a Final Fantasy character. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, well, that was our Kingdom Hearts 2 episode. Pretty good. Uh, pretty good game. Uh, if you Hunter really hates talking about things he doesn't enjoy. And so that's the difficulty of this episode is how do we I get just through? Don't, but what are we supposed to What's the point? I know, I know. Who cares? I know. It's, it's Kingdom Hearts. If you like Kingdom Hearts, then like it. I, you know what? Here's the only angle I got for you. I think it's crazy that I want to like this game series so much. And I don't know why I want to. I just want to. I want to like it yeah. so bad. I, I want to really like it a lot. Yep. Because it's so it's so beautifully stupid. Yep. You know? And and there's the poetry of it is so self-serious yeah. and so crazy. But I think that 
I'm I, it's like I'm bringing to it a, a, a maybe a way of thinking that doesn't do it justice mm-hmm. because I can't I just can't get down with the game mechanically sure and it always kind of beats me up a little bit playing one of these damn games yeah. because in the middle of it for so long mm-hmm. my brain will just have nothing to click on to yep. whether it's stupid or not you know what I mean like I can't Here's the thing. I think a lot of people can just kind of zone out through the Disney parts. Yeah. And that's tough for me. I'm yeah. not really much of a zoner. My brain is like hyper focused on anything I'm experiencing. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be smart stuff. Like I like a, a lot of Italian slasher cinema. Yeah. Okay. Like bad, stupid stuff. Right. But there's just got to be something, some yeah. chaotic hook. Well, something you said early on in us playing it and talking to each other is that you were mad it's not stupid enough. It's It, it actually, mm-hmm. for most of the, that's the problem with the game. That's why, I mean, the best parts of these Kingdom Hearts games is the Kingdom Hearts worlds, where you're actually sure. getting Kingdom Hearts plot. Because the reality, and what was surprising to me, is it's much more prevalent in this game, is the idea that, there's not Kingdom Hearts stuff happening in these Disney worlds. You are just no. literally reliving the plot of the Disney movie that you've seen. And if you haven't seen it, it's not a very good retelling of the Disney plot, which means you're not even getting a good introduction to the right. thing the movie was originally about or whatever. This mo- this g- particular game is split into two kind of uh, parts, I would say. The first time you visit all these worlds and you literally just do the plot of their movie, uh, except for like in like one or two cases, and then you have kind of a, a midway point big kingdom hearts section that is actually almost entirely cutscenes, and you right. walking from room to room to room experiencing Which all I'm the cutscenes. Which I'm fine scenes. with by the way. Sure. I don't need the game to be much uh, I don't need there to be a lot of meat on the bones. Yeah. I just need people to say wacky weird right. shit right. all the time. And some wacky know? weird shit happens in that middle section and I do think it's great but we'll come back around to it but then you go back to every single Disney World again and this time you're getting some Kingdom Hearts fusion into each of the worlds, except we've cut the playtime of each of those things like in half, basically. Like it's, right. it's half They're as long, short. which means you're just sort of like burning through the beats and just like, yeah, and this happens and that happens. Okay, move on. Next world. All right, let's go. And it just feels like, especially because you've been worn down for like 15 hours to get through that first chunk, you are very much like, oh, just get me out of Pirates of the Caribbean. Just get me out of Tron, I don't want whatever. To be there. Yeah. And so it's it it completely overstays its welcome in all of these worlds. And so, like, I mean, can we talk about how Hunter, you didn't even like you, you had to you you had to bow out because the game the game I didn't beat have you down. To bow out. Well, I didn't have to. <laughs> I didn't have I to decided, do anything. <laughs> I I listen. You know, your life is your life, and you only get one. Um, as far as we know, <laughs> as far as we know, you only get one. Uh, and I had put around 35 hours, 33 hours mm-hmm. into Kingdom Hearts 2. And I was really not loving it, but I was about to get to um, the the end. The end. Yeah. I Actually, I had Tron. I had to do Tron the second time. Right. And I have never seen this happen before. My PlayStation just crashed. Yeah, that's weird. And I, I was saving religiously. I had lost like 30 minutes of uh, basically there was there was a very uh, not a difficult boss, but a very long boss mm-hmm. battle. Some of the boss battles are very long for yeah. no real good reason. They're just right. long. Um, and it's I, the Lion it, King boss. It, it was you the Lion to, King. You yeah. had to do the Lion the giant King boss Lion again. Giant Lion King 
guy oh and i i just decided that i wasn't going to do that yeah that i was going to just move on with my life because here's the thing i i hear what you're saying matt and i think everything you're saying is correct but i think your memory of kingdom hearts one is like there was a different way to do this and we saw it in mm -hmm. kingdom hearts one kingdom hearts one they kept the disney stuff also pretty weird yeah like, yeah there was weird stuff happening in the Disney worlds the whole time. It wasn't yeah. just, we're going to retell the story of the movie. It was like, it's going to have weird context to it. Right. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is, a, is the reason for everything. The reason Disney, the antagonist is getting mm -hmm. away with something in Kingdom Hearts 1 is because Kingdom Hearts got in the way, basically. The Disney antagonists in Kingdom Hearts 1 are serving the purpose that Organization 13 yep, serves right. in Kingdom Hearts 2. And the thing is, it's actually better when the Disney villains are pretending to be Final Fantasy villains right. because that's hilarious, okay? <laughs> and and I think Kingdom Hearts 2, you know, I, a lot of people I think really like Organization 13, but I think one of the reasons that they like them is because of all the side games that sort of develop them. Right. In Kingdom Hearts 2, you don't really get enough of Organization 13 no. doing or saying anything. I mean, you do get to see their throne room a lot, which is hilarious. <laughs> it's these really, really tall chairs, unbelievably in tall chairs. In a bottomless chairs. pit. It's like a, it's like a room where all you can do is sit in a tall chair and there's nothing else you can do. <laughs> and they do sit in it and talk to each other. And let me tell you... Uh, Every time it would cut to the throne room with the tall chairs, that's like I'm in the desert and you're giving me a little bit, a little taste of water yeah, to keep yeah. me going, you my, know? But I just wanted more and more of that right. stuff. I, I think my big issue is, yeah, it's so perfectly segmented in this game. What is Kingdom Hearts and what is just Disney? And my gripe with the Kingdom Hearts side of things is this, this is something I think uh, Nomura is doing in these games is that... I think he's got a big picture in his mind the whole time of like where he wants this stuff to go. Mm -hmm. And each game ends up actually being a teaser for some later idea. And that's why right. everything sounds so mysterious and vague is because he's trying to give you just a little tease. And the problem is this is supposed to be like the sequel game. We're setting up like a new, like the whole new arc, right? Kingdom Hearts 2 sure. is actually the beginning of like the series, essentially. Right. Where like Organization 13 is a major player. All of these past events are like important things that we'll, we'll go on to explore. Clones but the and, problem and, is, and, yeah. yeah, we spend all of Kingdom Hearts 2 sort of just sort of gesturing at those things that do not get resolved in any capacity at all. And it's like, there's permission here to be weird and they're actually not being weird. They're just being vague and not really doing anything. Most of these people that you meet, you get no, like I like Organization 13. I think they're goofy characters. You get them talking to each other a lot, but they're just referencing things that you have no way of knowing what they're talking about. You can't possibly know what they're talking about. And it's supposed to be the point and it's supposed to feel mysterious, but instead it feels like the game just forgot to include you in on the plot at all at any point mm -hmm. basically mm -hmm. and so you mix that in with like okay and then yeah i remember the, the lion king ends this way that's right there's the big scar fight mm -hmm, that all happens and it's just like the game never does anything interesting to you except for when they kill goofy <laughs> which is yeah they do kill goofy they that kill part goofy really and rules <laughs> that part owns the goofy gets killed because a rock hit him in the head and his friends, his best friends in the whole world, look at him. He's just been hit in the head with a rock. And they're like, he's dead. And they're so sad. They're like, we're really sad. But yeah. also, we got to fucking get the show yeah, rolling. We got you know, to go. We have to leave. We can't just like hang out Let's here. They corpse. don't even bury his no, body. They leave his they corpse leave on the ground. 
They leave him for the worms and animals to eat. He's going to get eaten by a coyote. Which is fitting because he's a dog. And then three minutes later, no no time to reckon with this idea. He yeah. just shows up and he's like, gosh, y'all left me there to die. <laughs> and you know, he probably died for some complicated reason in like a future game. Uh-huh, like, the, right. like, a, like you're going to meet like Goofy's, Goofy's Heartless yeah. or whatever. <laughs> like, like something like that. Like it was probably all set up that for that. That is the thing. It's all things work. working in the background with Nomura. There's always yeah. like, no, this is here because I need to call back to this at a later date in five games on the on the like mobile only port of a remake of the DS game or whatever. I'll call back to the goofy death man uh well let me tell you the the final levels of which i was the most excited for didn't get anything else out of the ones that you 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 bowed out before of i will tell Mm. you you didn't you didn't miss much um except for this here's here's at least the one thing i i want to like heap praise upon is i do really like the art direction of the kingdom hearts stuff I, even though they're not like lived in worlds or anything like that and they're not even like yeah. well-designed levels i just like the look of the places i think twilight mm-hmm. town and like the world that never was and even hollow bastion i think those are cool places with good art put into them basically and yeah. I, and, and I, I like just standing in it even if there's nothing to engage with i love that nomura and company are just kind of like <laughs> like the way that i feel like they've approached um the art or the like kingdom hearts kingdom hearts stuff yeah is just them being like you know what's a good disney movie fantasia but <laughs> let's not directly involve right. fantasia let's sort of author fantasia uh-huh. and make it our yeah five even though we're borrowing a, a look from disney yeah but sort of saying like no 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 no, no. this is this is our stuff <laughs> Um, cause there's so much Fantasia yeah. in like the heartless and everything. Definitely. Uh, and it just feels like they kind of just refer, uh, back to that a lot. I don't know if I really want to break the game down into sections like mechanically uh-huh. for you. I think the kingdom hearts Two combat is fine. It's not meaningfully better or worse than kingdom hearts one combat. Yeah. Uh, they both have the same problem, which is like they're pretty brain dead until they get really hard and yeah. then they're very frustrating. Right. Um, because you can't have a game where the designer is basically telling you nothing matters and then at the 11th hour, right. they're like, you've been studying up, haven't you? Right. And it's yeah, like, yeah. no, I haven't been learning how to play the game because you didn't make me learn to do exactly. that. Exactly. Right. Not okay. going to just learn to play a game for the heck of it. Dude, and, and the final mix mode, here's my encouragement to people. If you are wanting to revisit Kingdom Hearts and it's been like a long time for you or whatever, if you are not a, already a super fan of Kingdom Hearts, do not play Final Mix. And I bet you big time Kingdom Hearts fans will tell you, no, 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 no. There's lots of good balance changes and there's lots of good stuff added to Kingdom Hearts. No, they're wrong. And here's why. There is a fight right at the start of the final level that is a Kingdom Hearts Final Mix only fight. And it assumes you are a wizard at the combat system yeah, of Kingdom Hearts. True. And it is so, it is just suddenly by far the hardest thing you have done in the game it suddenly assumes you know how to perfectly time all of your guards and your reflex and and you know how to read enemy bosses with like a perfect amount of dark souls precision uh and you've not honed any of these skills at all throughout the course of playing this game 
I definitely think there is a world where the combat system of this game gets really good to a player if you're playing on like the hardest modes and actually learning how to play it. But guess what? You're going to learn how to play it through like YouTube guides and other people explaining to you how the mechanics work because the game is not going to show you how any of that stuff works or what is what is good all of the good like learning to play this game happens off the page basically so that's that's my gripe is i was i was upset that i was playing final mix uh while playing this game i i think i could have just played my old ps2 copy and uh not had so many weird frustrations thrown at me yeah, you could have opened your seal your sealed extra copy that yeah, you have. It is I, you have two I, copies I, of this game. I fear I, I'm sad to report that that copy is gone. I sold it along with many of my other things I sold while living in Portland and deciding I needed to get rid of all my games. Here's the reality oh that sunk God. in. No, here's the reality that sunk in, and here's here's the thing people need to know: sealed know copies. That of stuff like PS2 games, nobody cares. Anybody can seal a nobody game. Nobody cares yet. No, nobody, nobody will care. Cares. Nobody will oh care. Nobody God. will ever care about these sealed because anybody can seal a PS2 game. It's not it, it there's just nothing precious about it and especially Damn, this was with Kingdom Hearts. Ago. No, but Kingdom Hearts was released and re-released and greatest hitsified and put into Final Mix and 2.5 and nobody cares about Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, I'm, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm sorry that that's the truth, but it is that that game. When I sold it, it was for pennies on the dollar, and that was always going to be the case. And wow. I just, I needed, I needed right. shelf space. I didn't need two copies of Metal Kingdom Hearts Two looking at me. Wow! I betrayed I am, our friendship. <laughs> I am shocked. I am very shocked. <laughs> I've been bringing this copy of Kingdom Hearts Two up all the time. I know, assuming that you had it and you did not. It is gone. Wow. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Hunter. That's a that's a relic. Wonder, it's a relic yeah. of our friendship that I just I just tossed away like it was nothing. I wonder if the way I feel now <laughs> is similar to the way that ninety three year old actor Christopher <laughs> Lee felt on his his final birthday when he was on and I wonder you know, he was a man Christopher Lee killed hitler i don't know if you know that <laughs> he literally fought hitler in world war ii he did a duel with hitler on a beach it's a sword duel actually no it was wizard's duel he was that's where that's why he got the saruman role in lord of the rings is because he was actually a wizard skilled in many fields of sorcery um and he actually had a wizard's duel with hitler and killed him himself a lot of people think hitler killed himself it's not true christopher lee killed hitler um, and then that, and that's actually Christopher Lee transformed into Dracula and sucked Hitler's blood. That's, and that's what Chris, how Christopher Lee had the power to, to portray so many monsters in cinema. Um, but he was also in this game, Kingdom Hearts 2. And I always just wonder if he ever thought back on that, those fateful days, you know, when he was recording all that Kingdom Hearts dialogue. And, and the thing, Kingdom Hearts' greatest accomplishment to me is that Christopher Lee in his final years, he probably reflected a lot. He had a yeah. he had a storied life. He lived the heck out of being alive, that man. One of the easily one of the most interesting actors of all time. Yeah. Uh but he also ha he also did Kingdom Hearts. So I just I just I and I hope that you know, I, I go back and forth on this in my head. Was Christopher Lee confused by Kingdom Hearts or was he not? And at first you think it's obvious, you know, Chris really probably be confused by Kingdom Hearts. I don't know that he was, you know what I mean? Like, 
and then thinking about this man's career, perhaps Kingdom Hearts made perfect sense to him. And that him reading the page was like, yeah, I know what this is. Like, I really go back and forth. I think about it almost daily. Here's, what, I've, been, I've been sitting here trying to find quotes from Kingdom Hearts 2 by Christopher Lee. And this is the best I've got so far. I forbid it. Forget this talk of doors and the heart of all worlds. This place must not be defiled. Man. Yeah. What a, what a, that dude was in a metal band while in his nineties. Okay. Like Christopher Lee is not ashamed of any of the work he ever did ever. He, he loves he, every inch of every line he ever uttered. He actually invented heavy metal. Um, <laughs> he invented heavy metal and he killed Hitler in a wizard's duel. A lot of people don't know that. Um, but he, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty wild. He fought in every war. Man, I also love, I love the notable appearances in this game from the likes of Eddie Murphy and Robin Williams. Uh, all, all good stuff, right? Uh, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're wonderful voice acting performances from definitely actually Robin Williams and definitely actually Eddie Murphy as hey, their least, characters from Disney. Hey, hey, stop throwing shade at Homer, dude. Like, why are you... <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't like this bit because, like, I mean, they got Homer in there, man. Like, it's pretty cool. Like, I, I, I get it. Robin Williams is uh, definitely on a, a higher tier, but, like, don't be, you know, Homer's great. I love Homer, dude. I love Homer. I think the way he does Genie is fun, too, because, yeah. like, if Robin Williams is doing a very try-hard Genie, yeah. when Homer does Genie, it, he's just very chill. It is. <laughs> I, I do love that uh, in this one, uh, you, you know, you've got the recreations of a bunch of movies, uh, but for for the Aladdin world, you know, they've already done uh, Aladdin. So instead yeah. they do the straight to DVD sequel, The Return of Jafar. And like sort that's, of, yeah, that's they do their sort callback of do that. is just The yeah. Return of Jafar. <laughs> I wish there were more straight to DVD uh, or straight to VHS uh home video things in kingdom hearts worlds uh that's a bold pull i think yeah well uh that that straight to vhs movie actually sold really well of all the sure. straight to vhs <laughs> disney sequels of which they did a lot yeah it was also the first time that homer played uh uh genie um <laughs> and yeah and and, and he did you will only refer to him as homer He's Homer. I mean, who else is he? I don't know. You know who else He's is in great... that movie? You know who else is in that movie? Jason Alexander. I don't. That's a uh, wild. That's a wild yeah, he, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jason Alexander was going through a thing where he was trying to be in a bunch of cartoon movies and stuff, and he. I don't know. That guy's always kind of been like, I don't know, dude. You're just George to me. There ain't nothing else going on. Like, I, I like you. You did, you did your thing. Uh -huh. Come on, you were in Seinfeld. You don't need to do anything else. I don't need to see Jason Alexander like trying to make a whole career out of it it's fine dude just chill out you got your golden ticket now just get out of here we have not talked about kingdom hearts in a while that's at this okay. point that's um, all right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah and we do don't and we okay? don't have to start <laughs> man i it, it really was a bummer uh here here's the thing that i tried to engage with in this game i wanted to engage with some mechanics um i i thought there was a chance that the item system in this game might be interesting or like the leveling and, and whatnot. When I originally played this game, I don't think I engaged with synthesis at all, which is like you kind of collect yeah. items as you go. Uh, and then you use those to make uh, important gear or whatever. 
Well, mm-hmm. first off, they just hand you the stuff over time. There's just there's just dumb treasure chests lying everywhere. And if you're choosing to not engage with synthesis, you never get anything good out of a treasure chest, which is a hilarious, like sort of messed up, you know, mentality to have where it's like, oh, that's a treasure chest. There's nothing meaningful inside of it. I know that for a fact. Uh, but it, right. even if you are messing with the synthesis stuff you have so little control over it it's just like here is a twilight gem here is a twilight shard here is a dark shard and you just get all this junk that you don't know what you're doing with any of it and you have no control over it's not like a bethesda game even where it's like oh i have this stuff in my inventory let let me like look at it how does it play into this world they're just all crystals and you never do anything with it and you're just making stuff that is the best gear you can get in the game more or less and uh, I tried really hard to be like, well, maybe maybe some item farming is actually interesting. This is this is like the JRPG side of this game. And uh, I put some time into it and it's just it's still just not interesting at all, because all it's going to ask you to do is revisit old Disney worlds again. Only this time, just walk into like one room where one particular enemy exists and they'll drop the one kind of item you want to have dropped for you to make your like super keyblade or whatever i was just really i really wanted it to be interesting and it wasn't and the other aspect of leveling that could have been cool but was just bad is you have these drive forms in this game which back in the day i thought were very cool uh but i was always afraid to use them i wonder how how much you used them like on your original playthrough but i remember it being a thing where it's like can't use that until i get to a boss basically was always my thinking as if i would like somehow mess it up or whatever um but that's not I don't the think key. I did think like that. I'm pretty sure I just used the yeah. dang things. Well, I remember being like annoyed that uh, every time I would go to a Disney World, they'd be like, here's this guest character. And yeah. I'd be like, get your guest character out of here because I need to be able to turn into my drive forms. Right. I'd hate that you keep turning my drive forms off when I want to take the guest yeah, character yeah, out. Yeah, the guest character literally turns off aspects of the game and not just aspects of the game, but in, in certain ways, kind of critical aspects of the game because you need to be leveling those drive forms to unlock like genuinely useful skills. And if you don't do that, you'll just never have access to things like a better dodge and flight and stuff that makes the combat even slightly more more meaningful they literally gated all of the best combat mechanics and traversable mechanics behind this like very hard and nebulous to uh, uh, level up system so mm-hmm. here's me telling you the leveling system of kingdom hearts is also just like a huge massive bummer and i genuinely tried to engage with it in a meaningful way and felt like i was being betrayed by it every time it's put me into the dumb heartless form that is literally like a punishment for using the system they want you to use in their new video game what's your top 13 organization 13 members that's kind of what i'm looking for here number one Number one is the water guitar fight. Just water guitars in general. Number two is the really bad the water card guitar. game. Wait, are you talking about Zaldin? There's no way. About? There's no, no way Zaldin's, for me to know. No, Zaldin's the, not that one. Impossible uh, for me to know their names. Uh, there's there's about... a really bad card fight. That one's pretty stupid and fun, and I didn't know what was going on the entire time I was doing the fight. Oh, um, you were talking about Demix. Oh, yeah, that's it. Demix, Demix is with the one weird of the haircut. good ones. I really like Demix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a big Zigbar guy, dude. <laughs> I like Zigbar. Zigbar's good. That fight was hard. That was a randomly also very hard fight. Here's a better question, though, for you, Hunter. Not better. I don't know why I said that. Just just sitting here getting into my friend Hunter. Uh, but uh, what were the good worlds? Are there good worlds in this Kingdom Hearts one that are Disney worlds? Are there the, are there the good ones uh, in this game? What would, you, what would be your ranking? Um, or how about this of the story so far? Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. What are the best Disney worlds? Uh, they're all in Kingdom Hearts 1, and it's... <laughs> 
kind of just Peter Pan, I guess. Uh-huh. Peter Pan is good, even though you don't do anything. Like Peter Pan is good. Okay, here's 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 what maybe this is a good question because it's like I do have to kind of think about like what do I actually want right from Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, and the things that stick out to me now um, is Peter Pan, but not. Not really the actual world, because the actual world was really horrible. It's just like you inside Captain Hook's ship. Yeah. Um, and everything's really tight and like very just bland. Right. However, it is also where you get to glide mm-hmm. and then fight like on the ship. So yeah. like that's like a cool iconic moment. And then later you get to glide and you fight uh in at the 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 clock tower. Yeah. So right. like recreating a co- iconic Disney sequences yep is something that i want and in a way that feels impressive and not just like going through the motions just using it as like a vague uh backdrop yeah um and then also when you get swallowed up by the whale in kingdom hearts one that's a really good mix of like weird disney stuff because you got geppetto and and uh pinocchio mm-hmm. in there just saying weird stuff and being kind of <laughs> off-putting and then you got R- riku kidnaps pinocchio and it's kind of like <laughs> why is that why are we what are you gonna do with pinocchio, As if pinocchio is one of the disney princesses that we're after yeah <laughs> and it's like but it's good because it's First of all, it's taking, it's not even taking, we're not even going to Pinocchio World. We're just taking a little element. We're popping it out of the, the Disney World and then using it. The best part of the Pinocchio World is that in Kingdom Hearts 1, you're visiting all the other worlds. And then yeah. you're doing a gummy ship level and then a whale appears out of a nowhere whale. and just eats you. And that's your yeah. introduction the to whale Monstro. whale from Pinocchio is a space whale. in space. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that that they were really hitting on something yes. interesting with that, and and the fact that they did not keep chasing down that mm-hmm. is what I I think yeah. ultimately am coming away with. Like that is what worked. Yep. I'm not necessarily saying the level itself is good. I don't think there really are good Kingdom Hearts levels. Um, there's like good moments, but the, the problem is that it always it has to do too much, right? Yeah. It, it, there, it, it's always it's always got to cut some corners and I understand that. And I'm not going to say that, Oh, there should be a kingdom hearts game that doesn't cut corners, cut the corners, but mm-hmm, cut, mm-hmm, cut them, mm-hmm. cut them up. But just try to deliver me some good moments every once in a while. And just keep people saying weird stuff and being off putting, yeah. make them read it backwards and then, and then right. remix it forwards or whatever. Do whatever you got to do. Right. Write the, don't be so precious with the Disney characters. Let them mix it up. Yeah. Let them get into the gunk of saying weird stuff. You know what? They almost they almost do it a little bit with uh, Tron. Exactly. Not the world, but yep. the character yes. Tron right. in Kingdom Hearts 2. He's a little too like clicked in to like <laughs> what's going well, on. So Tron and Timeless River, the 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 Steamboat Willy world, those two are at least a part of the Kingdom Hearts diegesis, right? They're not just these random worlds. Sure. Like one of them is the past of Disney and the other is yeah. just Ansem's computer or whatever. Like Tron is literally just we're going inside of ansem's computer that's mm-hmm. a brilliant that's such a good way to get me into a dumb disney world like we're inside the kingdom hearts guys computer and like the password to think it's the longest password of all time it is the spelled out name of all seven disney princesses uh that's good that's good stuff i think when i was a kid i liked kingdom hearts 2 more because i could tell that kingdom hearts 1 had you know there's this thing that happens in fan fiction yeah where uh, 
fan fan fiction writer will want all their favorite characters to mm -hmm. be intertwined in this story. Yeah. But you have to kind of like stretch everything in order to make that work. Yeah. And it's kind of unflattering to uh, the writing and the story. And now that I am old, very old, I'm so old, uh, I now know that that stretchiness is what I like. Yeah. That's actually the right. fun part. Right. And Kingdom Hearts 2, in a way, is sort of being more serious about the Disney stuff mm -hmm. and saying, you know, listen, these worlds are all, you know, they're all having their own stories. They're separate events. It's like, I don't care about that. What I'm saying is, that the writing for Kingdom Hearts needs to be more like a fan fiction challenge where it's like, can you write a story that involves like 13 to 25 right. Disney characters yeah. and they're all a part of it, you mm -hmm. know? And I think Kingdom Hearts 1 is doing that idea more justice. It's still not right. really there, you know? Like there's a lot of really horrible waste of time worlds in Kingdom Hearts 1. Um, in particular, I really... You know, obviously people complain about um, the Little Mermaid world yeah. as being just like too large and, and weird. And honestly, I didn't really like the once uh, Halloween Town world yeah. in Kingdom Hearts 1. I, I remember really, really not liking that one. Um, and yeah, so it's just like, it's tough because I feel like the series has had thus far in our playing of it. It's had these moments where I'm like, man, if, the, if, the, if it was always about trying to get to that, yep. I would love it. But instead, it seems like there's a lot of fuffing about right. and sort of not making good use of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a lot yeah, of waiting I just think around. It needs to be bolder and weirder. Yeah. yeah. It, it needs to choose to be stupid as often as possible rather than like thinking they're behold. And I wonder if this is like Disney stepping in where Disney was I suddenly like, I don't want y'all putting too much stupid crap into our movies. Let our movies be alone and then save all your stupid crap for the Kingdom Hearts worlds. And so then the beginning, the middle, and the end, those three sections, the Twilight Town, the Hollow Bastion, and the World That Never Was sections feel so rushed. I mean, that like you are just getting absolute dumpsters of information. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's exposition out the wazoo in each of those sections because they're trying to cover all of the ground they weren't allowed to cover during the Disney worlds or something. Oh yeah, and something else about this game actually <laughs> that did not that did make me pretty mad. Um, so you know, obviously it's Kingdom Hearts. They're a Final Fantasy character. We haven't really done a good job of explaining what Kingdom Hearts is. So I, if you are if you've been listening to all forty five minutes of this and you're like, I don't know what these guys are talking about, just go back and listen to the the first Kingdom Hearts uh -huh. episode. Would have been a good idea. Um, you punk. Uh, <laughs> but one thing that this game does that really makes me mad, really grabs my ghoulies, uh, is that. Cloud is in it again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he's wearing his Advent children costume, which mm -hmm. you don't have to know what that is. Um, but for some reason, they've decided that Cloud is a Tifa. It's 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 a Cloud Tifa pairing story. Yeah, right. Where Cloud and Tifa are meant to be together. And uh, I just want Nomura to slow his butt <laughs> down. Uh, because some of us are out here living a Cloud Aerith world. Where <laughs> And, and it's not just me. It's uh, a little guy. His name is, uh, you may have heard of him before, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Ring a bell. Okay. He's shipping Aerith, okay? Do well, not ship Cloud yeah. in an official capacity, yeah. okay? It's called a love triangle, <laughs> all right? We all get to live in the world that we choose. And I do not like the idea that Nomura... Is a Cloud Tifa guy. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I don't like that. Here's, all right? here's my beef. Uh, th this is coming from... I, I was evaluating like why 
uh, things like Final Fantasy VII never gelled with me and why I was like not really turned on to that series on the whole. And I do think it's because of Kingdom Hearts 1 and especially Kingdom Hearts 2 because yeah. the Kingdom or the Final Fantasy characters in Kingdom Hearts 2 are barely there and yeah. is some of the worst voice acting in video games. Ooh, it yeah. is truly mm-hmm. I, I didn't now that I have played Final Fantasy 7 remake and have had like good voice acting for characters in Final Fantasy 7 and stuff mm-hmm. and, and have a better picture of what the writing of that era of Final Fantasy games is going for hearing Aerith deliver any lines hearing uh what do they call him in this Leon but is he's actually Squall Leon or whatever squall. just all of their lines not just like not good so boring like it literally yeah. is as if they are holding a voice actor at gunpoint in a booth and and forcing them to read these lines as dryly as possible there is like i thought going into final fantasy 7 that Aerith was an incredibly boring stupid character because of kingdom hearts 2 and so my right. first few hours of of final fantasy 7 the original are like imagining her with that soft doting voice not yeah. the Aerith no. everyone else grew up which is like she's this crazy quirky weirdo that's like messing with cloud and cloud is like yeah. being a begrudging asshole like all of that character is washed away in kingdom hearts and none of them exist yeah. none of the final fantasy characters have any character in uh in kingdom hearts 2 so for a final fantasy fan there's really nothing yep. in there for you right the disney characters are done a lot better but I, they're also just not important to yeah. the overall story. Right. So it's very hard to... I mean, unless we're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean world, which is just kind of unbelievable. Oh an unbelievable yeah. thing in the game. I, that is so dull. Well, it's uh, awful. So awful yeah. um, to hang out. Well, you know, it's like, it's like you got Sora, yeah. you got Donald, you got Goofy, you have Johnny Depp. Oh my God. And... Legolas, Kira Knightley, and Kira Knightley, <laughs> and they're all in scenes, and uh, Jeffrey Rush, oh, all man. in scenes together yeah. at the same time, and it's and it's not even being played for insanity. No, nope. it's just being played to kind of walk through Pirates of the Caribbean and the worst level mechanic. It, 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 some of the levels kind of have gimmicks, and Pirates of the Caribbean absolutely has the most gimmicky of gimmicks. But it's literally just you can do no damage to any of the enemies in certain areas. And again, right. the game doesn't teach you how to play it very well, so it's it can be really hard to learn how to like crowd control enemies into spots where you can actually kill them. I remember this level being way harder when I was younger and I definitely didn't understand how to play the yeah. game and I'm just like sitting there waiting for them to walk into the moonlight. Now I was a little bit better and and could like figure out how to pull them in, uh but it doesn't make it any more interesting to play. But Matt, uh, here's the thing that I think you're missing about the Pirates of the Caribbean level is that it plays the song from the movie over, over. and over <laughs> and over and it just keeps playing and it gets louder and it's just kind of like overpowering and it kind of just you just kind of starts going crazy because you just start feeling that i can hear it right now like it's like it's here with us and it i'll never get away from it now everywhere i go is just the pirates theme Okay. Uh-huh. We have to we have to get out of this. We have to get out of this, okay? We're, we're, we 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 are past it and I I have I do have one last thing to talk about and it is I I'm we get to go out on a good note, okay? Because okay. the ending of Take this me out. the the ending of this game Take is me out. <laughs>
to the ball game uh the ending nope. of this game is like still the best thing ever to me uh, just just unapologetically everything about it rules i love it so much it is pure unabashed nonsense in all of the ways i want from kingdom hearts it is yutada hikaru going hard uh sure. i just i love every second of it and i want to break down like beat by beat what makes the ending of this okay. game I'll, so and i'll let good. you do that i'll let you do that uh, before I just want to say, doesn't have shit <laughs> on the Kingdom Hearts one ending. Okay, no, like, I'm and wrong. I don't want to hear wrong. That, no, wrong. no, it, it, dude. In Kingdom Hearts one, there is a door. It opens, and you for the first time see Mickey Mouse <laughs> with a Keyblade. Okay, and then Kyrie's there, and she floats away <laughs> on a little patch of sand. Okay, and you're like, I just That's beat the game. I thought this was good. Why is everybody dying? What's happening? <laughs> Where's everybody like, going? This one's Kingdom better. Hearts one no. ending goes hard. This dude. one's better because it does the same trick. It's like you beat the game, but actually everything bad is going to happen. And then inexplicably, Deus Ex Machina, everything is good. Actually, we did we did solve all the problems and everything is okay. Uh -huh. You okay. got Riku yeah. and Sora sitting on a beach and they're just reading a, a bottle. They, they've accepted death. It's like the it's like the uh the scene in the lava pit in Toy Story 3 where they're just sitting there waiting for themselves to die. Uh and uh, that would be a I good. Mean, they're not gonna Why die isn't right that away. scene? Is that scene in the Toy Story world <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts 3? I don't know. Do we'll we have fall to play into Kingdom a Hearts red 3 pit? to find out, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, they're just sitting around and they're like well i guess we just sit here forever and then a, a, the door just opens out of nowhere they weren't even sitting in front of a door but a bottle washes up on shore they read a letter a door opens and then they become meteors in the sky and they crash land next to destiny island and they look out and there's Kyrie. and we start the music and i'm just gonna play the next few seconds of it uh, because i don't think the visual the visuals help but you can tell how unhinged the ending is just by the audio alone. And I need people to recognize how many uh, baby voices they hear in this audio. Okay. It's just okay. critical to think about all of the baby voices that play in, in, in this clip. Yeah. Yeah. Sora. Riku. Okay, you're back. Hi, welcome. What a journey. What a little journey you've been on. Some things I want to call attention to. Uh, there's there's the greatest drop ever in any music I've experienced where the music cuts out and then you get Donald and Goofy cheering and running towards the screen and then the music kicks in. It makes me scream and I get like chills down my spine 
every single time I watch it. And I have watched this ending dozens of times in my life. Like it's it's like a it's like a hit I, I recall every once in a while. I'm like, you know what I really need to feel? There's two clips in my life I replay just to get the feeling of those clips again. It's this mm-hmm. and it's the episode of the, the uh, Avatar The Last Airbender where Uncle Iroh sings a song to his dying, uh, to his dead, hit the grave of his son. Those two clips, I just pull up at random moments in my life because I need to feel something. Uh, so the, so that's amazing and then immediately after that you get riku holding mickey like a baby and i scream with delight and i just i love everything about this ending and this is kingdom hearts to me and if the whole game was just this stuff i could do it for 80 hours you need to experience more stuff in your life (laughs) you need to to, there needs to be more you need to travel you need to like get outside of your life and and see more stuff and and expit, listen Mm-mm. to music there's beautiful music out there made i know by beautiful I, people. I think there's great music poetry nothing, nothing art, hits nothing there's hits. all kinds of uh, just and yet and here you are in this kind of arrested development of it's, just watching the ending of kingdom hearts 2 over and over and so and good. i'm your friend okay and i'm just here to to try and i'm just all of OGA is just me trying to get you out of Kingdom Hearts 2. That's all I'm trying to do. That's literally been the whole project. It sounds like I'm Riku you and you're Sora. We solved it. I'm Riku. I'm the one trapped in this world and the darkness has, like, I have succumbed sure. to the darkness and you're just visiting all these worlds trying to free me and find me and get me out I of wanna here. I want to be Vivi. That's who I want to <laughs> be. All right. And I want, I want to be Vivi and I want you all to leave me alone. <laughs> I love how Kingdom Hearts suggests there's definitely something fucked up going on with Vivi. That, yeah. that is the one character they have done justice to in the Final Fantasy universe, I feel like. Like, just in terms of like the vibe they give him you're like mm-hmm. yeah there's something crazy going on with this guy and then if you went on to play final fantasy 9 you'd like actually get rewarded for that vibe being set up for you vv's interesting actually because he's the only uh final fan or yeah he's the only no he's not the only one actually setzer is the same way but kingdom hearts 2 has a couple characters that are not nomura's uh creation mm-hmm. that are involved in kingdom hearts um which is something that that's a little interesting uh note uh, for me yeah um do we want to talk about ranking kingdom hearts oh my two? god sure i don't even have it i don't even pull that thing up anymore but yeah let's uh, we got it is i i'm looking at it. it right here all right um it's uh, let me tell you i do like kingdom hearts one better that's crazy and i i could not have predicted yeah that. yeah um but i do like kingdom hearts one better i think it's i think it's wilder it's weirder uh, it has more leeway i think with the disney stuff uh-huh um, I think that maybe just it, it 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 feels like it hasn't gone uh, it's gone off the rails more mm-hmm. at the beginning than I think it has by the time you get to Kingdom Hearts two. Yeah. I think Kingdom Hearts two is the weight of so much other stuff on it. Yeah, that it is distracted by that. I but I will also say I do not care one iota where we rank kingdom hearts 2 i just wanted to say for myself <laughs> gotta, i like kingdom hearts 1 better yeah. what do, what do you think kingdom hearts 2 be kingdom hearts 1 i'm so indifferent to the two of, yeah they're they've got different aspects of each that i enjoy uh there's no platforming in kingdom hearts 2 there is in kingdom hearts 1 i don't think the platforming right. in kingdom hearts 1 is amazing but 
they took it away and added nothing in its place and that's pretty right. goddamn upsetting <laughs> the whole time you're playing sure. kingdom hearts 2 uh and and final mix sort of just like throws in these like puzzle pieces for no reason it's it's all just so bad yeah i'm very perfectly content with kingdom hearts 2 in the end going below kingdom hearts that was like a shot we called a long time ago where it's like oh kingdom hearts 2 will definitely be higher and for it to not be able to do that i think tells a pretty big story for us as a show yeah, and it's funny because I think Kingdom Hearts people generally feel that Kingdom Hearts 2 is like the, the best one. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that, and I hope it makes sense, listener, listening to our conversation, that our our smell guide, our, our, our stink guide for Kingdom Hearts <laughs> is a little more Kingdom Hearts 1 than Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that's just, that, that's how I feel. So yeah. that would mean, so currently Kingdom Hearts is number 78 right. on the list that has 96 games in total on it. So this would mean that we'd be putting it below 78. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll call into question another conversation. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of Mass Effect here uh, because Mass, Mass Effect, Effect has, has some beautiful moments in it, but it is on the whole a huge fucking droll to play. Uh, sure. Just don't like playing that game much at all. But in retrospect, I think the stuff I like about Mass Effect 1, I think I like... It's so hard to say. There are more things to like about Mass Effect 1 than there are. The couple of things I like about Kingdom Hearts 2 climb about as high as you can climb on my on my pleasure radar right on on your things, pleasure radar on my pleasure the, radar segment that that ending <laughs> that ending of kingdom Matthew's hearts 2 is still radar. genuinely one of my favorite things beep, but that's beep, like <laughs> that's kind of it uh so there's a part of me that says i think it's even still below mass effect and i wonder how you feel um yeah no i like mass effect 1 better than kingdom hearts 2 that's mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. um i think mass effect 1 is I don't know. I mean, of the Mass Effect games, it's kind of the only one that I think about sometimes being like, I think I would replay that someday. Just yeah. the just the original. Yeah. Mostly because it's like it it's very it doesn't know what it's gonna be yet. And right. that's kind of what's charming about it. Once you right. get to Mass Effect 2, there's this whole thing. They have it all planned out now. Yeah. And mechanically, they know where they're going. Mass Effect 1 feels like it's at a point where Western RPGs are not sure, like, how much they want to get rid of the RPG part. Right. Um, right. And it's interesting, like, what they've left. Uh, it's not good, but well, it is interesting. But I'll also say this about Mass Effect. One, on a replay especially, when you know, like, hey, there's nothing behind the door of the side quests. Like, that is an empty nothingness that sure, you don't yeah, want to yeah. Like it's actually very easy to ignore those parts of the game. All the right, bad yeah. parts of the game, you can actually, like, you can play Mass Effect as if it is, I think, like, four or five levels. You know what I mean? Right. You can just do yeah. all of Mass Effect like that right. and knock it out in in a couple days or whatever. It does not have to take you very much time. Uh, and that's kind of beautiful that it's like, listen, yeah, it's got a lot of problems. You can skip most of them and right. not overstay your welcome and just be done with it and then move on to the rest of the series or whatever. Wow, I just realized Kingdom Hearts and Mass Effect are basically like the same story. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I mean, traveling to these worlds. It's, this... it's about it's about Commander Sora and Commander Shepard, <laughs> you know, flying through space, visiting various worlds, uh-huh. you know. Stop it. And then they have Stop. to close the door. Shut the fuck up. It's <laughs> like the same story. Like, what is the difference? I mean, you've got, in one, you've got Goofy, 
And then the other, you've got Rex, oh you know? God. And one, you've got Donald. And the yeah. other, you've got Liara. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, nah, Donald is Goofy. Jack. Donald is Jack. Okay. Oh, and that's just how it goes. In Mass Effect 2. Yeah. No, come on. I'm talking about Mass Effect <laughs> sure. 1 over here. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's fine. All right, we're below Mass Effect. We're in the bottom 15 of this list. We're, we yeah. are below 85. How much lower can you go? How low can you go, Hunter? Limbo me. I can go pretty low. Um, <laughs> all the Yeah, uh, Aliens vs. Predator 2. That's a cooler game yeah. than I think we gave it credit for, but I don't necessarily want to go back and check. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Metroid Dread uh, is fine. Yeah. Uh, Metroid Dread is probably too low on right. this list. It's a very it, mechanically. Yeah, it was a very mechanically competent game that we were just like, yeah, but wh who cares? <laughs> we decided to say. We just. We, well, we, here's the thing. We knew that at the end of the day, if there were any other Metroid games on yeah. this list, like Super Metroid, uh, that it would just beat the butt yeah. off of Metroid Dread. Right. Um, so I think like we were still wise to just sort of be like, let's leave it towards the bottom. Honestly, what it is, it's a game that just shouldn't be on the list, yeah, basically. Sure, we didn't um, need to play that one. It just was a new yeah. release that year, so we did it, yeah. basically. Um, yeah, that's that's really all. Um, Mist, I think we were too mean to Mist. I think Mist is really interesting and weird. Yeah. Um, I don't care about Killer Instinct. The next game is Goldeneye, which is another game that I think we were a little too hard on. Um, and then Command and Conquer, the original, that sucks. I don't like to play that. So I could probably, <laughs> if you're talking as low as I could go, I could put it as the new number 91. Uh -huh, right it below Goldeneye. Right, right above the original Command and Conquer, not talking about Red yeah. Alert. Yeah. And it would sit right below Goldeneye for the N64, a game that I think we were a little too hard on. Yeah. I think we were just a little uh, too hard uh, on Goldeneye. So I want to take that and couch it, and uh, we probably were too hard on it, but I still really hate playing Goldeneye. Like, I still really think it's a bad time to play. I don't enjoy it. Um, so if I, I would like to maybe even just pull it up above that in Killer Instinct and let it sit below Mist, and that would be kind okay. of my, my concession, is to so save, it Mist, a, save it a couple points and let it, be, let it sit below Mist above Killer Instinct at the new 89. What do you think? Okay, so Kingdom Hearts 2 would be the new 89, right above Killer Instinct for the Super Nintendo, and right below Mist for the, the Windows personal computer entertainment system. <laughs> um, and there you go. That's Kingdom Hearts 2. That feels okay, um, right? That feels fine. I think, that feel, I think that's more than it deserves. You know, <laughs> I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I think just including Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. What a nice thing we've done. Sure, that yeah. In a hundred games, we were like, we got to talk about three Here, Kingdom Hearts games. We are so nice. <laughs> yeah. You Here, know? Here's my encouragement to everybody. And and a, a recent guest on this show, NPC Aaron, literally said it on our Discord recently. And, and I do believe it is, if this episode is any indication to you, I think this is the, the way you should look at these games. Uh, they said, I loved Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 when I played them on release. I've bounced off all the side games I played. Playing Kingdom Hearts 3 and how much I hated the gameplay made me realize I can never go back and play the originals again if I want to maintain any love for them. And I think that that is the stone cold truth. Don't don't go back. If you If you had any love for this game, don't go back. Just keep it. Just keep it that way. Keep it in your memory, and and our, our ranking of it as like that's why it got that that bump right there at the last second. It's above Goldeneye and uh, Killer Instinct because of that nostalgia factor that you might remember that you kind of liked this game, and that's why it belongs at number eighty nine. But don't just don't go back and play it. You just don't need to. Okay, it was there when you needed yeah. it, and it's not. It doesn't need to be there now. There's other things you can and, do. And now you yeah now now you're old and you don't need to play uh, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> anymore and i don't think we really need to play kingdom hearts anymore yeah 
I think that we should announce that this is the end of our Kingdom Hearts journey. Yeah, we um, tried. We tried and it just failed us too many times. They take a long time to play and we don't like them. <laughs> and, you know, the, obviously the conversations have been riveting. Um, <laughs> but but I, I just, I think that maybe uh, it maybe it's just not for us. Like, it's yeah. just not. So, and, and, th and that's okay. Mm -hmm. We don't have to love Kingdom Hearts. There are you know? so many YouTubers out there that will, will like, talk about these games in, in loving ways. I watched their videos, and they're great videos to watch. And just go look up anything about Kingdom Hearts on YouTube, okay? There's people there for you. There's people that will join you on that, on that road. But, uh, yeah, it just can't be. It can't be us anymore. Yeah. I, I just think, you know, and, and it's sad. It's sad. <laughs> To be standing on this beach, on this yeah. island, mm -hmm. you know, looking up at the sky and and seeing all of the different worlds out there and realizing that, you know, that I don't want to hop in my gummy ship with Chippendale Rescue Rangers giving me a thumbs up before I blast off to another world that that I just want to stay here and, and get to know my myself and my, mm -hmm. my home, mm -hmm. you know. I don't want to go to these other worlds. I... I, I and 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 I feel like this show, this show, even though it is like Kingdom Hearts, it it, it isn't and and uh, and shall never be and, and never will be again. And and this is not a bit. We're we're done. Old Gamers Almanac is produced by Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson with music by Yutada Hikaru. If you liked our little show, consider giving us a five-star rating or heading over to patreon.com slash oldgamersalmanac. There's a large... Power Ranger dude, and he's holding a, a blade. And the blade is shaped like a microphone. It is a mic blade. And it's like desert. There's like a desert. And his friend, who's also a Power Ranger, is walking up to him. And he has another friend who also, well, who's dressed like Daft Punk. And he has a, it's a giant microphone mic blade and he and there are three mic blades in the desert and he's wearing a cape and and and, and all the mic blade the, the big thing is disappearing and uh, the three adventurers the three power ranger adventurers take their mic blades um, one is me hunter one's matt and the other is uh, EJ EJ has to play Kingdom Hearts games now because there are three people in the and this is the secret ending of the episode and and there's one man there's or the one the, a master of the mic blade uh and a bunch of words are popping up on screen one says mike mic blade war <laughs> and master of mics and then one final word birth by sleep does that mean we're playing birth by sleep for the psp yeah. <laughs> <laughs>